Guillermo Mash welcoming you to a special Imagining Community Groundwater segment as aired on the June 18th, 2021 KZFR 90.1 FM Peace and Social Justice show. The segment features Chris Nelson, a longtime show host and local activist extraordinaire, as she interviews Jim Brobeck, water policy analyst with AquaAlliance.net. The crux of the conversation radiates around concerns residents of Glen County, California have with dozens of shallow ag wells going dry in the county and the circumstances that have led to this calamity of water shortage. Circumstances that can't simply be passed off as a lack of rainfall and high country snowmelt without accounting for the increase in ag water demand year over year over year. While municipalities substantially reduce their water consumption to conserve water, speculative ag development is far outpacing desperately needed reductions in demand. Glen County, California is looking towards placing a moratorium on large diameter wells, which, while welcomed and necessary, is simply a sorely needed band-aid to deal with long-standing and systemic overpumping of groundwater to irrigate vast swaths of nut farm expansion in Glen County and counties throughout the Sacramento Valley and into the San Joaquin. All of this requires more and more water, dramatically more and more water, to irrigate land that is ill-suited for agriculture. All to quench big ag's thirst for ever-expanding economic return on investment for speculated, unirrigated land far removed from generations of mom-and-pop small farmers that comprise what is commonly referred to as the breadbasket. I have Jim Brobeck, the water policy analyst from Aqua Alliance. Talk to us, please, Jim, about what's going on in Glen County with our water aquifer. Well, I know there's a lot of people in Glen County that are very concerned about a lot of the shallow wells going dry over there. Um, as of uh, early this month, uh, over 22 wells, no, 40 wells have gone dry. And uh, on, on the 22nd, the Glen County Supervisors are looking at placing another temporary moratorium on large diameter wells because there's been a, a really unwise expansion of irrigated agriculture, primarily for nuts over there in Glen County. That's the most immediate impacts we're seeing about this unwise expansion of irrigated agriculture into areas that were previously unirrigated. Shallow aquifers are dropping and stranding all the historic wells that have been used, in some cases, for well over a century. The accumulative impacts of all these large diameter wells is depressurizing the lower aquifer, and with the connections between the lower aquifer and the upper aquifer, it's just sucking the water underground. Uh, Even when these large diameter wells are tapping deep, it has an impact all the way to the surface. And... And the impacts, the cumulative impacts, are occurring all across the valley as aquifer levels year by year dip down. This year I'm anticipating there's going to be a, a more drastic decline. And the water purveyors will, will like to say, well, this is because we didn't get any rain over the year. But they always fail to discuss the increase in demand that keeps occurring year by year by year. And the demand in the Sacramento Valley is exacerbated by the the state 
uh, intention to take what they're calling surplus water from Northern California, from the Sacramento Valley, to attempt to refill some of the dewatered aquifers in the San Joaquin Valley. DWR intends to, and this is a quote, streamline groundwater substitution and water transfer permitting and approval processes and environmental reviews to facilitate water market transactions and to foster and strengthen local and regional water markets and streamline water transfers to optimize the economic value of groundwater. And uh, it's it's the Sacramento Valley that's the target. Uh, It's important to recognize that the majority of the demand is to is into irrigated agriculture. Oftentimes, people think, "Well, it's the metropolitan water district; it's the big cities that are taking it." But it's important to recognize that Los Angeles, for instance, even though it's grown dramatically since the '70s, is using approximately the same amount of water that they were using in the '70s. So their demand has not grown, even though the population has grown. The, the, the amount of developed water, and I'm not talking about the wild and scenic rivers that often get quantified as environmental uses, but I'm talking about the developed water behind the dams, coming out of the ground, getting sucked out of the delta. 80% of that is going to irrigated agriculture. Only about 15% is going to municipal and industrial uses. Another 5% is going to supply water to wildlife reserves that have been deprived of their natural sources of water. Yeah, and I would say also that this is for export agriculture. These are usually nut crops that require huge amounts of water. People always talk about the bread basket, but it's really, it's just for profits. Is that correct? Well, it is, but, you know, I I don't want to, I don't want to discredit not only the ambition of real farmers as compared to farming investors that are investing in these huge tracts of land in the San Joaquin Valley where the the center of nut growing has moved. When I first moved to Chico back in the 70s, I was proud of the fact that Butte County was the capital of the almond growing or the almond growing capital of the world. And it was within, within rational use. Most of those nuts were being marketed here in California and in the United States. Now 90% of the nuts are being sold overseas. But I don't want to mix in our local nut farmers that have been here for generations with the vast expansion of the export agriculture. And so that, that's, a, that's something that I really want to stress and make sure that my agricultural allies know that we are trying, Aqua Alliance is trying to defend the water for local family farms, even the ones growing nuts. Uh, because they've been here for 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 generations, and they deserve the the praise and honor uh, their ambition to be providing such a valuable food. The problem is the overextension of agriculture right. that has that has occurred over the past thirty forty years. What can we do? What can we do to to stop what's happening in in Glen Calusa? Well, we want to focus on on some of the most egregious demands on water. For instance, this year. Some Sacramento Valley senior water districts are selling their surface water allocations and pumping groundwater to replace foregone river diversions. The Butte Water District, located uh, in southern Butte County, but has land over in the county next to us, has wells in the county next to us that are not under our jurisdiction, so they can engage in about 5,500 acre feet of groundwater pumping uh, as they sell that amount of surface water. The Glen Calusa Irrigation District is selling about 70,000 acre feet of river water 
and pumping 36,500 acre-feet during the next three months to supplement the river allocation. Staggering. That's about 12 billion gallons of Tuscan aquifer water. And it's a hard, hard to wrap your mind about how much water that is. An acre foot of water is about 326,000 gallons. Seen another way, an acre foot is a football field-sized tank with one foot of water. Right. Now imagine a water tank the size of a football field that reaches over six miles into the sky. This is about one and a half times the water Chico uses in the entire year. According to George Barber, the Chico district manager for CalWater, we're going into this drought with about 30% less usage from our customers than we had in 2013. In other words, like in Los Angeles, the city municipal use has really stepped up. And where we used to be drawing about 31,000 acre feet, we're, we're using a little over 20,000 acre feet right now of water a year. So by replacing uh, lawns with drought tolerant plants and installing water efficient, uh, water efficient appliances, we're doing what needs to be done. Uh, but the irrigation districts, anytime they get an advance in, in efficiency, they expand their demand, either by selling the water or expanding their orchards. Now, keep in mind the GSID pumps that are planning to evacuate about 25,000 acre feet of the total are located on the west side of the Sacramento, about 5 to 10 miles away from Chico. So what can we do? We can challenge it, and this is what, this is what uh, Aqua Alliance does in two different ways. In one way, I attend lots of meetings. COVID has really opened the door to me to be able to attend meetings across the North State. And as you probably know, I do not like driving. But I've been able to attend these meetings using my computer. And in these meetings, I can educate the other water people where the water's going and uh, what we need to do to conserve it. Uh, And also, I'm involved in the Low Soil Sustainable Groundwater Management Act in the Vina Subbasin, which is uh, from about the middle of Butte County up to the Tehama County border, and attempting to uh, get project management actions that will conserve water, that will reduce demand, and that will prevent groundwater banking from occurring here, which will really damage the aquifer because to make a groundwater bank, you've got to suck the water out to create the storage space. And it has the extra disadvantage of privatizing the water under the ground. That would be just hugely damaging to the people and to the environment. But the other thing that Aqua Alliance does is we closely follow the environmental review and we're on the record of stakeholders so we can challenge these water exports, these, these um, unethical water transfers that are mostly going to the San Joaquin Valley. Right. So huge industrial agriculture on the west side. Right. We're challenging these in court and making it more difficult for that water to move south so that they will hopefully, with, with the help of our colleagues, get these huge investor-owned agricultural water drainers to abandon uh, hundreds of thousands of acre feet of ground that never, never should have been even tilled for agriculture. It's, it's ground that was viable grazing land. But it's heavily laden with selenium and other alkaline salts, creating terrible drainage problems. So that, the, so that they're only going to be able to use that land for a matter of a, one or two decades before it becomes unusable for anything other than maybe solar panels. By challenging these things in court, Aqua Alliance hopefully is, is throwing up impediments to the demand on our aquifer up here that's associated with groundwater transfers. 
And we've been talking to Jim Bro back, and I just wanted to spell this for you. Aqua Alliance has one A in the middle. It's one word, aquaalliance.net. And it was supposed to be fundraising for KZFR, but please <laughs> help us save the water, support Aqua Alliance, right, Jim? <laughs> Thank and you. And definitely support the KZFR because the other radio stations, for some reason, don't want to touch this with a 10-foot pole. Aqua, uh, KZFR is the only radio station, perhaps even the only local media outlet, that will discuss the reality of the of, of the water demand and the and the problems associated with it up here. So KZFR is is a primary source of information for the public about what we and what other uh, what other water protectors and salmon protectors are up to. Thank you, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Appreciate you too, Chris. Right. Thank you. Bye bye. Like and follow Imagining Community Stories on our social media sites, accessible via. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Imagining Community, where we tell the stories that make our collective imaginations sparkle and engage. Mm-hmm.